Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Wow. Simple. But it is, I, I believe, something that has really, really resonated with me. Sa tanandri sa lesson gani, amuning pinaka sa Beatitudes ni Jesus. This verse 8 is the most intimate statement. Could mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but it, for me, it's very, very intimate. Nagapakita sa kung anong desires ng Dios. So allow me in the next few minutes, or maybe maximum an hour, to release this upon you and upon your life. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your eternal greatness and your favor upon our lives. Lord, while we receive this word, we ask for your spirit to lead us and guide us, Lord, in the heart of revelation, not just to hear words from a man, but to hear beyond the speaker and to hear what the spirit says to your children, to your church. We ask for your guidance. We believe that your word is alive and anointed. Our hearts are ready. We are open. In Jesus' name, everybody say, Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, if you go back to the Beatitudes series, we started this, and again, as a short review, the Beatitudes, it's, it's so powerful that it took more than any other time in the life of Jesus. This is the most voluminous time in the life of Jesus. Uh, having said that, um, sa time ngani, three chapters and gin allocate. No? So sa 33 and a half years ni Jesus sa kalibutan, as a man, ang life niya na gin record from his birth until he was 12 years old and then the Bible was silent. Wala na sang recorded anything. And then from 30 until his death and resurrection. So muna lang ang recorded. But of all the stories correlating, relating, and corresponding to Jesus, this one is the most voluminous part. The Sermon on the Mount. No? So the situation was like this. They were on the hillside, and Jesus started speaking to the Jews. And and I'll, I'll say it again. The Jews were probably a little bit somewhat flustered the message to Jesus because they were thinking, hey, why is this guy saying this? That's why in Matthew 5.17, mind you, 5.6.7, ang Beatitudes, uh, I mean, ang Sermon on the Mount. But in Matthew 5.17 pa lang, after niya ginhambalang Beatitudes, gin make sure niya gin, nga wala siya na misunderstand. So ginhambal niya, I did not come to destroy the law. Think not. Because they were probably thinking that here he is and he is against the law of Moses. That's why he was very clear on it when he said, Think not that I am come to destroy the law. I did not come to destroy the law but to fulfill it. Nevertheless, not one jot or one tittle shall in no likewise pass till all be fulfilled. So intention of Jesus is to fulfill the law. And so when he delivered this message on Sermon on the Mount, it was a little bit different for them. Imagine, you know, your entire life. Passed down for thousands of years. These teachings do not commit adultery. And all of a sudden, masaka tong isa ka teacher, nga anointed, nga grabi mga miracles, kagmahambal nga. You've been told do not commit adultery. But I tell you, if a man looks upon a woman to lust after her, he has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So can you imagine, ang, oh, oh, really? 
It's been told of you, do not commit murder. But I tell you, if you hate your brother without a just cause, you have already committed murder. Grabe, no? So, gina- ang, ang provocations ang message ni Jesus, abi nato ng, uh, you know, the Sermon on the Mount or the things that do this, do that, is, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. But the pure intention of it is not just for them to follow something. The true intention of the Sermon on the Mount is to push them to a place where they would really understand kung ano ang tutuod ng minsahe ni Jesus. Kaya ang tutuod ng minsahe ni Jesus Christ brings them to a point na hindi nila kaya sundun. Hindi nila malagas. And because of that, kinanglan nila mag-alsa sa kamot nila kagmaghamba nga, this is impossible, I need a Savior. That was actually really the heart of the Sermon on the Mount. That's why ang pinaka-ending ni Jesus Christ, gintandog yun sa chapter 6, seek ye first, do not desire these things. You have a loving father. Nag-start siya sa very, very strict. Abi nila strict. But he was actually telling them, Abi nyo kaya nyo? Hindi nyo kaya. Abi nyo amulang ni? Amun yung tutuod nga standards ng Diyos ay? Ang murder, hindi lang niya kay pagpatay lang directly. Kundi pati sa imo heart. Pati sa imo thoughts. Ang adultery, hindi lang niya pag-commit adultery sexually speaking. But it is in your heart. If it's there, it's real. Amun ang gina push ni Jesus sa ila. And so, having said that, after getting delivered to ni Jesus, ginambalan sila, you've been told an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, if someone slaps you one cheek, turn the other. Can you imagine that? Kung nandokabudlay na para sa ila. They already thought their religion was really hard, and then Jesus adds to it, and actually kind of like, feeling nila do ginaguba ila religion. But then Jesus wraps it up in chapter 7 and says, how many of you is a father? Right? Isn't that beautiful? Can wrap up niya into an understanding. Guys, indeed, you But you have a father who loves you, who will take care of you. All you got to do is ask. Did you know that when Jesus said that, that was such a foreign thing to them? Because in the Old Testament, getting something from God was not as simple as asking. You have to really go through a rigorous process to even have a, the closest proximity to have the confidence to ask God anything. And you imagine this, once a year lang sila makasunod sa Holy of Holies para mapatawad sang sala. And here you are, you're boldly asking, like a son asking his father. But then Jesus pushes it and says, how much more shall your heavenly father? So I believe that was the altar call of Jesus. And then sometimes nagahambal siya, nagsaka ng mga musicians, and matapat ay tindog ang crowd, kaya nagibihibi na sila kag nagdismiss. So, that was the Sermon on the Mount. First one, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Anong Benefit niya? The kingdom of heaven. Those that mourn, anong benefit niya? Comfort. Right? Gwapo no, gwapo nga mga benefits. Blessed are the meek. Anong benefits ng meekness? Inheritance of the earth. Grabe. Earthly dominance and blessing. Ang, ang next nga, ano, after sa meekness, ano gani? Blessed are the what? Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled. So, kung lang tawun yung dalagan sang minsahin ni Jesus, may mga benefits siya. Ang, ang hunger, satisfaction. Pero lang tawan yung mga utod. Ini, nga kwan, sa tanan, tanan, amuni, ang ah, last week, kailintod lahat mercy, no? Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Pero ini something else. Blessed are the pure in heart. Look at this. For they shall see God. Everybody say, see God. Ay, ay mas gusto ko to yung pastor. Atong, 
Blessed are the meek kay my earthly inheritance. Mas gusto ko to ang blessed are they that born kay may arang a comforting from God. I'd rather have all of that. But let me tell you what. This right here is probably, if you ask me, if you ask me, the most vital, the most useful, the most relevant benefit that you could ever have in your life. Or if you really love God, this is something that you would really want to have. You would want to see God. Now watch this. Ang see God, usually ginarelegate ni sa kumapatay ka, makita mo ang Diyos. Listen, if you die, when you pass away, you will see God. That is if you have Jesus in your life. If Jesus is your Savior, you will see God. If Jesus is not your Savior, I'm not sure. You're probably not going to see Him. But you will see God if Jesus is your Savior. Okay? Kasi automatic kumapatay ka, makita mo ang Diyos. Wala na question sina. But how about now? Can you see Him now? What does it mean? What is the benefit? What is the power? What is the blessing of seeing God? Oh, Pastor, hindi ko naman na kinanglan makita ang Diyos. Okay, makuha, mapatay ko, makita. Ay, man kami nagyapon someday. <laughs> hindi ko naman kinanglan makita si Jesus, kaya makita. Ay, man kami nagyapon someday. Now, in the Old Testament, magsilingan nga seeing God, it is a lot more direct and a lot more physical in its sense, meaning, Say ila more kumakakita kita gid kung wala ay makita wala gyud may makita or kumakabati bati gid so outside of that kisa magbasa kasang bible bala abi mo kisa do kada sunod nga adlaw may vision sila it's because ang bible is spread through thousands of years kagang mga chapters hindi man lang pagisulat bilog nga natabo so it feels like hello kada dusun nga adlaw may bag-on man kada dusun nga adlaw may bag-on naman actually may mga times sa bible nga it took hundreds of years before another thing came up but in the Old Testament, that was the way it was. Like when Isaiah saw God in Isaiah chapter 6, right? Story natin. Just bear with me. We're going uh, to preach in a few minutes. So, si Isaiah nakita yung Diyos. Isaiah chapter 6, right? So, nabatian niya ang Diyos. Si Samuel, nabatian niya sa dulungan niya sa sunod sa templo. Samuel, Samuel. So those are instances. So Old Testament, they are more physically tangible. They are more related to the physical senses. Have you ever asked yourself, nga sa Old Testament, yung pastor, nga makitagin nila sa mata nila, mabatian nila sa dlunggan nila. Listen to me, church. Just because makita mo sa mata mo or mabatian mo sa dlunggan mo does not make it better. Actually, if you ask me, Lini Jesus, more blessed are those that cannot see. Meaning, wala nakakita sila physical nga mata, but they just believe. Did you know that believing in God is greater faith than seeing God. Now, ma-segue ko na gamay because malawig-lawig niya ito nuwali. Nag-search ko bala sa YouTube sa mga salvations bala and then nagdamo ko nakita ng mga channels ng mga Muslim. Especially ang mga mga Al-Qaeda, inang mga terrorists, may mga may Muslim itong isang testimony niya. Grabe, nag-it siya ka-excited nga mapatay. Halinsang bata pa sila, gina-train na sila, gina-inculcate na sa utok nila. The time is coming, we're gonna strap a bomb on you, and you're gonna die for the name of Allah, for the holy jihad. And so for the entire time, gahulat siya nga gahulat, gahulat siya nga gahulat. Until nagabot sa maturity sa life, yeah, after Santa Nanya nga training, ang training niya is paano ihalad ang kabuya para kay Allah. Grabe, no? Tapos pagabot sa time nga, makuha na siya, makumit na siya acts of terrorism by committing suicide, meaning, uh, hindi ko sure naman na matandaan, pero doon masulod siya bila sa isa ka-embassy, kagbapalupok something. So, something happened, nga wala, nadayon. 
Sang wala na di yun, ang tao nga nilalain siya, na-depressed siya. Dumabuang siya, kaya nga feeling niya, hindi accepted. Allah did not accept his offering. That's why wala na di yun, ang iyang suicide bombing. So he was so depressed and he wasn't, tapos, but something lingered in his mind. He said, even at that moment, when I'm about to die, listen to this guys, even at that moment when I'm about to kill myself, I'm still not sure if I will be accepted because only Allah is the one who shows mercy. Grabe, no? Even at the moment, ngayon, tagbuna, kabuhin mo para kay Allah, hindi ako unsure kung batuno ni Allah ang imo offering because He's the only one who has mercy. So in that sense, hindi ka siya sure. So feeling niya, wala, wala siya napatay for Allah, feeling hindi siya accepted ni Allah. So grabe, depressed niya, grabe nga lalain siya. So that night, that evening, he had a dream. He saw a man in his dream. And then in that dream, nakita yung tao, hindi niya kilala, kagang tao nagambal siya, I will show mercy. Who are you? Why will you show me mercy? I am the way. Who is that person? Allah, is that you? If that's you, Allah, I want to see you again. Sure enough, he had another dream. In that dream, he saw the same man again. And then the man, and he asked him, who are you? He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the light. What's your name? And the man said, I am Jesus. Pagbugtaw yung mga uno. Silang gibig siya diyo, nagluhod siya, bayang Allah, save me. Jesus is trying to take me away from you. Pero the whole day, gakon siya, kung si Allah hindi mag-show mercy, but this Jesus, the God of the Christians, wants to show me mercy, should I accept it? Silang niya, if you show up again tonight, then I will accept True enough, that same evening, the man showed up again and he said, I am Jesus and I will show you mercy. The man accepted Jesus that same day, became a Christian, migrated to the United States, became a preacher. Hindi lang na siya isa, kato kami sa YouTube, makita niyo hundreds of testimonies. Pastor namin, tani ko na amo mo ng testimony ko. You know why ginaamuna siyang Diyos ang pamaagi niya pagkat sa mga Muslim or sa mga Buddhist or sa mga pagans? You know why? Kaya simpre, wala siya sa nga-preach sa ila. Hindi sila amun nakasaturated sa word. Hindi ka to kawali, basta-basta lang sa mga Muslim nations. That's why God is working in that, those kinds of ways. That does not make our message less powerful just because wala ka nagdamgo kay Jesus kag nakita mo siya sa imudamgo. No. The word of God is just as powerful. You know why God does it this way for Christians? It's because hindi ka magkatunga parte sa kalibutan basta Christian nation almost everyone has heard about Jesus. We know about Jesus. All you have to do is believe in the promises that He has given and He has done He has made. In fact, nagkato din mga Singaporean bala missionaries yung nasa Valeria Patak Tapos gusto nila tudluan ta kung paano mag-share ang gospel. Ang ending sila pag tudluan namun, kaya hindi sila kabalo mag-heal the sick, sila kabalo mag-perform miracles. Ang ginaparot lang nila kung naging tudlo lang sa ilang discipleship. Wala sila isang supernatural movement sa ilang life. Kadto sila, kadto kami to sa mga, dala sila mo sa bughabog, dala na mo sa mga tansa, dala na mo sila dito. Ang ilang question sa tao yan is this, have you heard about Jesus? They're frustrated. Sila kaya hindi nila nakita result pag meeting namo na. First, lingko, you're asking the wrong question. Diri sa Pilipinas, magkato ka sa tao, kag mamangkot, dapat yaan mo na si Jesus. Tanan nga tao, kilala kay Jesus din. 
Have you heard about Jesus? Everybody knows Jesus in the Philippines. Pilipino, Jesus Christ. Ang pamangkot diri, have you experienced Him? Have you seen Him? Is He alive to you? That's the bigger question. Do you know His name? Have you felt His power? Are you saved and washed in the blood of the Lamb? Ang mga question dapat. Now watch this. It's a New Testament, seeing God, watch this, is a lot more intimate and a lot more internal. Now, I'm not seeing devoid nakita sang external visions. I've seen visions many times. I've seen angels with my eyes open. I've seen a lot of miracles happen with my eyes open. But 99% of the time, seeing God happens inside of us. Now, I'm going to show you a few things. Bible study ne. So, watch. In the New Testament, seeing God or seeing, the word see is ophthanomai. No, that's a good word. Ophthalmology, no? Which is from the root word horao. Hmm. Ang root word nga horao comes from the ang iyang future tense, kag mid tense niya is called idos or experience. So the Greek word for see, optanomai, from the root word horao, means look at this, it's a lot more than just seeing with your eyes, but it means to see, pagita, to perceive. Paghibalo. To attend to. Grabe, no? So seeing also means attending to. Okay, watch this. Look at this. To see, to look upon. Look at this part. To experience. To de- perceive, to discern. Look at this. To see with the mind. Again, so when the Bible says the pure in heart sees God, it's not like when pure heart mo makita mo din ng Dios. Now watch this. What this is saying is, if your heart is pure, you will readily perceive, discern, know, and experience God. Can you get an amen? If you ask me, wala na sang mas manami pa nga experience para sa isa katawo, hindi lang nga simba ka kada domingo, hindi lang nga pungko ka sa bangko, but you are perceiving Him. You can sense His presence. You can sense His will. You are discerning Him. It is an innate, intimate understanding. You are knowing Him. But more than anything, you are experiencing God. That's why the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart. If that's what's required, let me be so now, Lord, because I want to experience you. Jesus. Who wants to experience God? I do. Can you, church, listen to me. Can you imagine what would happen to our lives if in every avenue, every area of your life, you experience God? You know God. Imagine this. Mastard ka palang negosyo. Now, listen, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little bit anticlimactic here. Pero hindi butsing ganun nga ginawali ko ni or may gawali si ni na intindihan mo na tanan. We are all in a journey together. Intindihan niyo? There's no arriving. The only arriving here is when you are with the Lord already. There's no arriving. There's just a leaving. You just start the journey. Now watch this. Now watch this. Can you imagine what would happen to your life if before you chose a career, you could discern what God really wants? Before you choose a a business, you already know what God wants. 
Before you choose a ministry, you already discern what God feels. Oh, you're misunderstanding me. Before you pick a boyfriend, before you pick a girlfriend, before you get to the kung din, balan mo kung ano gusto sang Dios, balan mo kung ano ng heartbeat sang Dios. Can you imagine how powerful your life can be? Before you even pray, you already know what the heart of God is. You know, tamu tamu prayers ng wala sang balor. Just because you're praying does not mean it's accomplishing anything. You have to understand this. The Bible says, you pray but you receive not. Because you ask amiss. Meaning, nag-miss. Ang Dios hindi liable nga magsabat sang prayers mo just because you prayed it. He is only liable to answer prayers that are according to His will. In fact, the Bible says, if you ask anything, everyone say anything. Pero hindi anything anything lang ha. May clause. According to His will. Anong sugpon? You know that you will receive what you ask for because you asked according to His will. Sa totoo lang, damo kita wasted prayer. Kaya iba natin nga prayer, pangayo, 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 hindi ganit certain kung manang will sa Diyos. But imagine if you just knew the will of God. If you imagine if you just understand and discern God. And when you open your mouth, it is 100% absolutely the will of God for your life. You're gonna be so powerful. You're gonna be so unstoppable. Oh, come on, church. Woo! You become unstoppable. You become so full of promise. Why? Because you are seeing God. I don't know kung ano Kita sa tutulang kristyano kita. Mga trial and error kita. Lord, himuan ko ang pagtiraw mo. Lord, he blessed me. Ano problema sa ato ni? The steps of a good man, the Bible says, are ordered by the Lord. Meaning, you wait for the order and then you take a step. Kitaya, we take a step and we say, God bless this. Can you imagine kung tanan nga tikang sang kabuhi mo, sigurado ka ngalin sa Diyos. Let me rephrase. What are you willing to do? How far are you willing to go if you were 100% sure that God would back you up? What are you willing to face if you were certain that it was the will of God 100% for you? Listen to me. The only truly fearless people in the universe are the ones who are in the will of God. Nothing stops them. They become unstoppable. Now watch this. So ergo, if that's the blessing, then not seeing God is the worst disability. So if you do not see God, kung hindi mo siya madiscern, kung hindi mo siya babatian, hindi mo siya ma-perceive, hindi mo ma-realize ang iya voice, there is nothing more worse than being in that situation. Kaya do mga bulag lang kita ng bibi, do mga bulag kita ng squirrel, na hopefully we stumble upon a nut someday. But you know what? Kita ng Kristiano galakat-lakat lang tao pala na kita. No, hindi ang mataning gusto sang Dios. Well, the Bible says, "No eye hath seen, nor ear heard, neither did it enter into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for those that love Him." Because stop kita da, kay gusto nato ng idea ng pulag tapirme. But the Bible says, "God has revealed them to us by His Spirit." But God revealed them to us by His Spirit. 
not, no, listen, you are not going to understand all of the plans of God. But God wants you to know what He wants you to have, what He wants you to experience. What a friend we have in Jesus. Listen, He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He will tell you the truth. He will guide you. He will walk with you. He will work with you. He is going to be there. Huh. What would happen to you if one day somebody knocks at the door and you open it and you see nail-pierced hands and nails uh, and a hole on his side and says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Can I live with you in your house? Yes, Lord, Lord. What would happen to you if every day you go to the office, if you go to school, you physically see Jesus with you? Rephrase. What would happen if when you sit down, when you eat, when you walk, when you go to church, when you go to school, Let me ask you again. Are you still going to be afraid if he was there beside you? or inside? And you can literally see him. Would you still be afraid at night? Come on. Would you still be depressed? Listen to me, church. If you had Jesus beside you and you literally saw him with your eyes, I guarantee you, you won't have time to be depressed. Because you're going to be so obsessed with his presence, it's going to blow your mind and you're not going to be able to contain it. But here's the problem. We can't see him, but he is there. Everything I just told you, they are real. It's not makeup. It's not make-believe. It's not wishful thinking. He is beside you, and He is within you all the time. All the time. The problem, church, is not really whether God is with me. The problem is, do we know that He is? Lord, come. Come. Come visit our church. Come to this place. Listen. He's been waiting on you. We're not waiting for him to come. He is waiting for you to open your eyes. What he is saying is, I want you to see. We will change the world if we could only see God. Man, may Google deviate some mind. I want to speak to young people Friday, but I won't go there because it's going to take a lot of time. Last Friday, I spoke for one hour and 40 minutes. But watch, if be seeing God is a great blessing and not seeing Him is a disability, then what is the requirement? Be pure. Amulan na pangayos ang Dios, a purity of heart. Watch this. Magamatamaton tani kay mijuma mathiology kita gamay. Edo medyo may mga bagay nga dapat explain. Now look at this. Kung amulan ng requirement, I want in. Who wants in? If you, if you don't want this, I don't know what you want from here. Because I guarantee you what you're asking for, I cannot provide. Victory cannot provide. Cathedral and Haru cannot provide. Jack cannot provide. Convention Baptist CPU cannot provide. The only one who can provide is God. All you got to do is be pure. Now watch, I'm, I'm going to show you a few things here. And... and I hope to be a blessing to you, really. Look at this. The Greek word for pure is 
katharos, meaning clean, of course, understood the not, pure, unstained, either literally or ceremonially or spiritually, guiltless, innocent, upright. Sometimes gina explain na do wala kagida do um, guiltless, guilty, innocent, guilty, upright. Uh, sometimes tiko. <laughs> Unstained. Oh, video kinang lang pag mailabhan. But here's the part I really like that, that I, I put that quote there. Without mixture. Look at this, guys. Ang napangayulan sa Diyos, the less mixture you have, the more you see God. The more mixture you have, the less you see God. Again, the more carnal you become, the less you become sensitive towards God. The less carnal you become, the more sensitive you become towards God. It's simple. Now, watch that thought for a while. Okay, 2 Corinthians 5 and 8, New King James Version. You heard this many times. To be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Meaning, as soon as you ka sa lawas mo, kumapatay ka. Once this body passes away, you are instantly in the spirit. You are instantly in the presence of God. You instantly see God. So watch. The only hindrance from seeing God, look at this, is not God. And it's not the devil. Mahilig ta magbasol sa yawa, yawa this, yawa that. Huwag kaganigasimbats, magkaproblema ka tuntung yawa ni. Ikaw may salas, tututod lang. Grabing yawa, gin, ano naman sang yawa ang ako nga. Sa totoo, kisa lansang lang gina mo, hindi na yawa ang nag-flatsin ha. Ikaw lang gina. Kaya kung yawa-yawa lang ako, sa laki ako na sagid last time sa Kia, sa Jeeps and Church, di yawa gina guro mo, hindi guro yawa ang Jeep. Nangin careless ka lang pag-iso, kaya kita ko puti, puti, sa laki yan. Uy, okay, abi ko ako. <laughs> and anyways, segwele na. Look at this. Once you, this body passes away, Ang mga tao nga nagtaliwa na, ito na sa ginoon, Brother Ding Dong, sa ito na ito sa, sa langit, sa presensya sa ginoon, instantly, ato siya din sa Diyos. The only hindrance is this. Have you ever wondered why Paul said, I have to die daily? Wala ko ba ba commit kami suicide, ha? kay kasalanan na, that's sin. That's not the point. The point is you subject yourself less of me more of Him. More of me, less of Him. The more nga ikaw ang gadominate sang tanan, the more nga gagamay ang pamagi sang Diyos. Not because God is holding back. It's because you are holding Him back. Church, you need to understand this. God is never at fault. Nga wala kuya hao, nga wala kuya muni. God is never at fault. And I'm, I'm, I'm including myself in this. I'm preaching to myself as well. Because there are many times, I allowed my own self, my own feelings, my own human desires to dominate what I do in my life. But if you just see God, and if you were just certain at that moment that it was truly God, irregardless of who can be against you, nothing will ever prosper. Watch this. The lesser the carnality, the more the visibility. When I say carnality, does not necessarily mean sinful. Carnal doesn't mean sin. just means of the flesh. The word carnal comes from the word carne, which means meat. Meaning of the flesh. 
The more fleshly you are, the more carnal you become. The more carnal you are, the less you see God. Did you know that in the world right now, siling nila, nakita ko many times the most mocked religion in the world is Christianity. Tanawan nyo sa mga kung ginasuyahan, ginainsultuhan, ang mga transgender at gakabit-kabit, sexual gyration to sila sa babaw sang cross. Tapos gintagahan sila sa state of California, asa gahan sila sang, ang, sang Dodgers, sang award for being that. You know, if you wanna be a transgender, imo na iya. Hindi, well, hindi takapagpilitun, o yung mga lalaki, imo na iya. Gusto mo yung mga naman. If you wanna be an electric fan, so be it. Just decide to be a aircon para makabuli ka at least sa church. Hindi takapagpilitun, mangin ano kung anong gusto mo. However, there are lines, you know. When it comes to Jesus, that's where I blur the lines. You know, sa una, pro Duterte ko, sorry for this, ha? But the moment he said, anong klaseng Diyos? Diyos ka, magpapapako ka sa cross? P-A na Diyos. P-I na Diyos yan. The moment he said that, that was over for me. There are lines that should be drawn. My limit ang kaya mo lang malagas. You can say anything, anytime, whatever you want, but don't mess with my Jesus. That's where I draw the line. It ends here. That's me. Ay, kung, kung may mga pro Duterte, I love you. I love you in Jesus' name. Please don't be offended with me. Inyo na iya journey yun na, oh, wala mo po sa lula, pala siya kakilala sa Diyos. And I don't care, kilala or not, you cannot mock Jesus. Ang Christianity, ginamock more than any other religion. I-mock binilang Muslim, hindi sila gusto. Ang same mga tao nga nag-mock sa Christianity, kung maghamba ka lang gamay nga negative, i-cancel culture ka di yun kay anti-Islam ka, Islamophobe tuwag nila. No, 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 no. You know why Christianity is being mocked? Because the Christian world right now is so carnal. We will live however we want to live, do whatever we want to do, without even considering, is this what God wants me to do? Is this the will of God for my life? Importante lang, wala ko sa nalapakan kay ibang tao. Bisan wala ka sa nalapakan. Pero kung if it hinders you from knowing and seeing God, get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's not worth it. I don't care, cancel me all you want. I could care less. I'll preach to five people if necessary, but I will preach the word of God. I love you, the Lord loves you, but this is the word of God. From time to time, mga utod We are not prude in this church. I, 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 I try not to be the kind of pastor that those, because that doesn't change people. It just makes them want to do it more. All I'm asking from you is this. Try, seek, God in everything you Lord is this what you want is this your will does this glorify your name I want to see you open the eyes of my heart I want to see you do you really want to see him do you really want to know him do you really want him in your life I'm preaching better than you're responding church this is good stuff hmm look at this Exodus 33 20 I'm not even halfway there just bear with me you cannot see my face Moses and live, for no man can see me and live. So you put Moses in a cleft over rock. Why? Because in the Old Testament, wala pa sila born again man. Hindi pa sila kakunceive, perceive from the inside internally. Ang tanan nga perception nila sa Dios external tanan. And if the perception of God is external, watch this. Matanawan nyo, kung ara sa gwa, hindi susulod, ano matabo? 
ang lawas mo hindi enough. Hindi makakontain. That's why hambas ang Diyos, itbutang ta ka sa gikab sang bato in the cleft of a rock and I'll put my hand and cover you and I'm gonna pass by. The most that you will see, the closest man to God on earth was Moses. But the most you will see is my back. You will never see my face. Because if you see my face, you will die. But the time came when the truth was placed inside of us. A new being was created inside of us. That's why we don't see God predominantly with these eyes. It's no longer external. It is within. You see Him from within, which is so much better. So you can see Him anytime you want. All you got to do is be pure. Man, man, this is good stuff. I don't care if you don't like it. This is good. Carnality blinds us from seeing. Look at this. Sin is carnal, but not all carnality is sin. It doesn't have to be sin. modern Christianity. There was a time sa old church, old organization. I've never stepped inside that cinema. You know why? Not because I think it's sin. Do you remember? Pentecostal holiness to. I didn't go in, not because it's sin, because I didn't want to offend anybody. That was just it. Sang wala na ko tuwotelan to, nakulot sine. Hindi again sang Dios sa Netflix. Pero kung damo pa Netflix mo, hindi mo ma-miss ang next episode, pero wala kalabot ng ma-miss mong church, something is definitely wrong in that picture. Come on. Because man on his own, especially the Old Testament, cannot see God. So God had to do something so we can see Him. Now there's two perspectives. Maginhimugid ang Diyos, and we know the story. Anticlimactic. Hello, wake up. It's Jesus. That's what God did. He sent His Son to become a man. Look at this. There's two perspectives of the heart. The first perspective, number one, the old heart versus the new heart. A heart is not the pumping organ. It's, it means the conscious being inside. It talks about your spirit man, along some, just a spirit man. Sometimes the Bible talks about your spirit man with your emotions and your thoughts and your will or your soul. Spirit, soul, and body kita. Pero magsilinga heart ang Bible, kisa gina namin yung spirit man, kisa gina namin yung spirit man kagag soul. Okay? So in essence, you're being inside. Now look at this. Sa Old Testament, old heart sila. May old man, old being. Pero lang tawan yung prophecy ginatag sang Diyos kay Ezekiel. Ezekiel 36, 26, you know this already. He said, I will give you a new heart. Why? The old heart can't do it. Can't handle it. Diblam bali Jesus. Hindi pwede butang ang new wine sa old wine skin. Dapat new wine skin gid. Because the old wine skin cannot accommodate, cannot handle the new wine. So kinang lang dapat it change gid anay. Now look at this. I'm giving you a new heart. Look, and I will put a new spirit in you. New ruach. Old ruach is the ruach of life. Sang the day you were born, that's your old ruach. Breath. The second breath is the Holy Ghost. That's why when the Holy Spirit came in, shh, it was a rushing mighty wind. That's the breath of God. I will put a new breath in you. The word spirit, this ruach in Greek meaning, I'll put a new breath in you, meaning a new life. A new heart, a new life. 
I will take out your stony, stubborn heart. Why is it called stony? Stony means bato. Meaning, ano meaning sang bato pagid? Insensitive. Meaning, it cannot feel. It can see God if God allows them, but it cannot feel God. It does not discern God from the inside. It's stone, manhid. But I'm going to do something different. That heart is stony. That heart is stubborn. My son asked me the other day, Lord, Pastor, nga, ah, Pastor, Dad, Dad, nga, kapilang Israel, kagin hatag sila, kagin pili sang Dios. Tapos after sa tanan nga miracles, ginimo sang Dios sila, they still turn away and worship idols. You know why? Because their heart really, at the end of the day, is stony. Look at this. Stubborn heart. The real problem with the Old Testament folks is a heart problem. That's why they could not see God inside. They could only see God outside. Kung gusto mo makita ang Dios outside, be ready for this. You cannot see His face and live. Your body will disintegrate into nothing. Kabaluka mo kung nga atong submarine, kung hindi na makita ang mga lawas, ang part, because there was an implosion. There was a heat that was more because doon ang pressure cooker siya. After millions of pounds of pressure from the water, ang submarine nga, before siya nagbuka, luto na to sila susulod in an instant. Faster than they could ever see or faster than they could blink, faster than they ever think about it. It was in a nanosecond they died. But they didn't just die. They boiled and disintegrated into gelatin. Sabi, no? So, pagbuka sang submarine, ang mga lawas nila, ang flesh nila, naging part na sang circle of life. Hindi mo na ito makita. Pating bones nila, pating unto nila na tunaw. That's just the pressure of the ocean. Imagine the presence of God. Imagine the face of God. So sa Old Testament, ginalaw sila sang Dios nga mabati anilang tingog sang Dios din sa mountain. Ginputos sang Dios sang damul-damul nga cloud ang Mount Sinai, right? Ara sila didto, ginputos sang Dios sa Mount Sinai. Parang hindi nila makita kay kung makita nila ang Dios sa Mount Sinai, mapatay sila. Pero bisan hindi nila makita ang Mount Hindi nila makita ang Dios. Mabati anilang tingog. Anong basang Bible? Ang tingog it was so scary that the entire camp, more than two million of them, got so scared that they begged God to stop talking. Every utterance of His word made the whole earth tremble. That was external God. Because they could not accept Him. He had, he had a stony heart. But then He said, I want to be intimate with you. So I'm going to give you a tender, responsive heart. Meaning the moment you become born again, He has already placed a heart inside of you that is capable to see Him. And the only thing that stops us from knowing Him is us. Not God. Not God holding back. Not the devil tempting you. The devil here, sa totoo lang, is almost a non-equation. Sa totoo lang, sa kabuhi sa ibang Christian, ang yawa ka vacation na. Wala na siya kinanglan magtrabaho because we are so good. We are masters of ruining our own lives. Focus ka to sa offenses. Focus ka to, ah, ginoffend ko ni brother na muni. Ay, si sister na muni yung sa church girl sa alsa kamot. Kita ko sa Facebook at tumato siya sa club. 
Amay mo, arada. Ang yawa gadaog. Hapos-hapos para sa yawa. Because you are so sensitive about the opinion of other people towards you. Nagaka-burden ka sa tanan ng mga pagay. Listen, if you would just start seeing God, some of the things you care about don't really matter. There's an old song we used to sing in CPU. This is a Baptist song, but boy, it's full of power. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. I don't know if you really understand what that is saying, but it is telling us, look. Number two. Another perspective of the heart. This one is in the New Testament. This is the experience related to purity. Now watch. The first one, ang solution for us old heart, be born again. Now that you're born again, now you have God inside of you, you have a new heart. Capable of discerning God. But why am I still not discerning God? Why am I still not seeing God? Because even though it's already there, the experience is related to purity. Solution, purify. Sanctify. Ano means the word niya sanctify? Make holy. Meaning, separate. Look at this. Hebrews 12, 14. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Without separating. The more you separate yourself, the more you see God. Amuna hindi mo baso lang mga ang mga monks, ang mga pari, ang mga madri, ang iban nga mga preachers hina isolate nilang self nila. Because I'm not saying you isolate mo kuli mo sa society. That's, don't misunderstand me. They're thinking that that is the way to do it. But what really the way is that helps. But the way really is is to turn so much attention on Him. I'm gonna go theology here, and I'm I'm, I'm very close to ending. There's two types of sanctification: definitive and progressive sanctification. Theology na niha. Definitive sanctification is the one that was given to you by Jesus when you became born again. 1 Corinthians 1, 2. To the church of God in Corinth, to those who sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be His holy people together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Meaning, ang sanctification nga ni, this is the new heart given to you. Wala ka di parte. Batunon mo lang ni. But there's another sanctification in 2 Corinthians 7.1. This is progressive as we know Him. Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Meaning, your sanctification on His part is done. On your part, it's a process. Pastor, damo pa ko sala, damo pa ko imperfection, damo ko nimo. Start the journey now. A grace church sa sila, damo nagambal sa unang, ah, drasa the way, pag gusto ka lang da pa kasala. That's not true. Because of this verse, look at this, Titus 2, 11 to 12. For the grace of God has appeared that, has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no. No! That's what the grace of God does. It teaches you to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to, give, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. If what you say, grace, does not make you holy, you're preaching a different message. So don't tell me we are okay with sin. 
I'm just saying God is greater than sin. But as a child of God, we live right. Everybody say amen. God already did His part. He gave you the power to live holy. Ang himoon mo na lang, purify. I'm going to go fast with this. Just give me 10 more minutes. How to purify. I wish I had another hour for this. Starts with this. Watch your thoughts. Pastor, abi ko bantayin ko ako mga aksyon, hindi ko magkamit adultery. No. Wala sang kasalanan nagasugod sa buhat. You cannot be tempted by what do you not think about. It starts with this thing. I have three minutes left. Every ten minutes, gabaz niya. Gina vibrate yako. You know what I do the entire day? Every ten minutes, I'm reminded to think about God. I don't put out a mat and face towards Paseo and say, Allahu Akbar. Every 10 minutes, if I could pause, I do. And I say, God, I love you. What do you want me to do today? What do you want me to say? How do you want me to live my life? Give me a few more minutes. How powerful is that, Pastor? Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, look, so is he. You become as you think. So kung ang mind mo puno sang basura sang kalibutan, basura man ang magod. Church, listen. Bilog nga si mana, basura na ginapasulod ta. Pagbukas mo sa Facebook, politika, fashion, chismis, inaway, bakbakanay, libakanay. There's no more escaping it. The world is full of junk. Tapos hindi ka pa magsimba, hindi ka pa mamati sa Word of God. Di ano ka na lang do basura ka na lang dito. Kasubo, kay grabe ang power sa sulod mo. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Listen, sin does not come to you by accident. You cannot sin something that you do not feel like doing. You can't be tempted by what you do not desire of. You do not desire something that you don't think about. Every desire comes from a thought. The reason why you committed adultery and became unfaithful to your wife is because you allowed yourself to think about it. The thought became a desire. Watch your thoughts. Number two, fill your mind with the word. Ang ginawali ni Pastor Pagkalunes, pamatiliwat. Kung hindi ka sa, kung mangita ko sa Facebook, kung hindi ka gaya basahin mo Bible. Fill your mind with the Word. Colossians 3, 2, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. I like good success. I like prosper. How do you do that? Meditate on the the word day and night fill your mind with the word of God blessed is the man someone wants to is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scoffers but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night the most greatest commodity in the world is not money it's time you want to be pure make time everybody say make time
Bible says redeem the time. How do you redeem the time? Make time. Don't let time enslave you. Tell time. Now is the time to praise God. It's Sunday. I have to go to church. I've already worked from Monday to Saturday. Now I'm going to go to church and praise God. I don't care what you say. Now is my Jesus time. Now is my Bible time. Duminggo na lang ganito. Ayawan pa ta. Tapos may expect ka. Nga mabatian mo. Pastor, no, wala mong gambal si God sa akin. Gambal. Hindi ka lang kapati. Wala mo siya kapakita. Kapakita. Hindi mo lang makita. You're not even making time. You want to see God? Make time. Stop making excuses. Make time. Isagi pangita rason kung hindi ka ka-church. Make time. Make it holy. In principle, God applies. Remember the Sabbath day, make it holy. It applies. Time is precious. We have to go to church. Jesus. perfect. heart Parents, make time. Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. Matthew 14, 23. After dismissing the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was out there alone. Listen, ministry does not and should not take the place of intimacy. Make time. Amo na mga bata ko, mga volunteers, inambalan ko, hindi pwede nga volunteer ka lang. Mga worship team, inambalan ko, kung hindi nyo schedule, hindi po siya, hindi ka magsimba, kaya hindi mo schedule, no. When you're here volunteering and serving, you're serving. There should be a time when you're not serving, you're just making time for you and God. I'm done. Here's my last point. Every day of our lives, Non-stop. Brother Graham, non-stop. Chikaina, non-stop. Basura, toxicity, gasuludalim sa kalimutan. Unnecessary pressures from what people say. Unnecessary pressures to buy the newest Louis Vuitton. Unnecessary pressures to make sure that your iPhone is up to date. Unnecessary pressures from the world. Actually, sa totoo lang, nanotice nyo kisa, kinanglan ko maglagas. Eh, kung kulang kwarta ko, hindi ko kapahid sa lakyan ko. Hindi enough. Ano ang balon sa nga akong family? Ano ang balon sa family, sa asawa ko? Kimpamana yan eh. Hindi kasarang. Ang pressure nag-build up, nag-build up. You know what you need to do? If you want to be pure, unload the burden. I'm done with this. I'm still gonna work. I'm still gonna strive. But I'm not gonna be pressured anymore. You know why we are here on a Sunday? You know why we're trying our best? Parang crescendo ang service. Parang emotion mo, along with the anointing of God, magmeet. For what purpose? So it will be easier for you to unload. Why is the light dark kung worship Because we want it dark. There is a reason. Because when it's dark, you can't see others. You focus on you. Ikaw lang. So you can unload yourself. Hindi ka man nung dumay ka tulog sa ako. No. Just you and God. You want to see God? Possibly na mudamo ka na ginakarga ng mga burdens on your shoulder. Na mudamo ka na ginakarrying a weight. Na mudamo problema. Na mudamo mga bagay nga nag-pull down sa mo. The Bible says, Cast your burden on the Lord. And He will.
will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There comes a time when you gotta say, 